0: And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And good morning. Welcome into the program. Happy Thursday to you. And we are broadcasting live today from the Mystic Cafe in Fairhaven. And we are down here right on Main Street. It's easy to get to and plenty of parking. Come on down and join us. We'll be here throughout the entire show. It's 398 Main Street. If you want to come on down and hang out with us and have some breakfast. And, of course, we will have a special Seize the Deal for sale for you before the end of the program today. Uh, I've been able to try some of the great food here already. But you are going to be able to get... $25 worth of food at Mystic Cafe for just $12.50. That deal goes on sale at noon right as the program is ending. So we'll have uh, plenty of time to talk with you about some of the great things on the menu and to try some of them as well. If you don't already follow us on Facebook at WBSM1420 on Facebook or on Instagram, make sure you do so because we'll be sharing photos of some of the food on our Instagram story. And I I always enjoy coming out and having the chance to broadcast live from places because we get to be among the people. So if you come on down and you have breakfast here, I have another microphone. You can join in. It's like you're calling in, only we can actually be face-to-face. And we have a lot that we can discuss today, including the Ward 3 debate last night on South Coast tonight. Uh, I, I will be honest, I didn't hear it 100%. I had two things going at once for a little while. Uh, There's a story I'm following and a meeting I had to watch uh, that was also at 7 o'clock. So I might have missed a few little things, but I I heard a majority of it. And uh, I have to agree with what Phil was saying earlier this morning. I think Ward 3, no matter which one of those candidates you choose, you will be in good hands. Both seem passionate. Both seem ready to uh, roll up their sleeves and get to work to help the ward especially. Uh, Of course, when you're in that position, you're also making decisions – for the city as a whole, but you need to be the representative for the people in the Ward 3 neighborhoods, and I think both of those candidates take that very seriously. I think that there is a lot of uh, mutual respect between the two candidates. Uh, Marcus had asked a question about, you know, what, I I think it was something along the lines of what they thought was the other candidate's weakness, or what they thought they could do better than the other candidate. And they both seem to have trouble answering that, because I think they both agree that either one of, you know, if not them, they would like to see it be the other person. And so I think that will be a very helpful thing because they both talked about helping the other person if they get in. Now, of course, it's easy to say that when there's going to be another election in just a few months. So whichever candidate loses, and depending on what the turnout is, I'm sure it'll be a close race. And it was pretty close in the preliminary between the two. So when, when the final election happens next Tuesday, I'm sure whoever loses will still feel empowered to want to run again should they, should they choose to do so. So I think everything's going to stay pretty civil anyway during this preliminary because you want to be a viable candidate uh, in a few months, I, I would assume, I would guess. And so I think that that's why you're going to see a lot of coalition between these two candidates, uh, cooperation, I should say. And so Tuesday will be Election Day. A little bit concerning when you look at the forecast because it looks like there's going to be some some weather happening Monday night. Uh, some of the um, models predict that there would be a significant amount of snow Monday night into Tuesday. Some are calling for just a couple of inches before it changes over to rain. Uh, of course, it's still too far out to make any kind of determination, but it, it could it could be a day that impacts the voter turnout. But I don't want to use that as an excuse either, because that's been too often the case where we try to come up with reasons why voter turnout is low. And we all know the reason why voter turnout is low, no matter what other reasons we come up with, it's because people didn't go out to vote. So hopefully this preliminary election will, I mean, the uh, special election here will have people energized to get out and vote. And they will come out in higher numbers than they did during the preliminary. As I said before, that was seven candidates. That was seven people that was you know there's probably some people who said I don't really have a dog in the fight right now Uh, let's just see how the seven candidates shake out and then I'll pay attention to the final two and then I'll make my decision Uh, some people feel that you know preliminaries and primaries and things like that you know it's hard enough for them to get out to vote in final elections so they don't really make the time in the preliminary elections which you should because your vote does matter and certainly in a race like that where there was only a little over 600 people that voted, your, your vote mattered for sure. So I think that there's a little bit of uh, voter apathy too because we had just had the midterms which were hyped up as being so important that I think people probably said to themselves, uh, I'll, I'll catch it on the final. You know, I'll be there February 28th. I'm not coming out in January. I'll be there February 28th and I'll make the final determination. So that'll be happening this Tuesday. But I think Ward 3, you're in good hands no matter which candidate you choose. Uh, They seem to be aligned on a lot of the issues. There didn't seem to be a lot of differences between them. Uh, Jack Spillane, of course, was talking about the differences between the two, how he feels that Sean Oliver is more of a conservative and uh, that Carmen Amaral is more of a progressive. I don't know how much that factors in to a Ward race like this when, when both of them seem to be on the same page. About the things that need to get done for the ward. Um, I mean, Carmen put it perfectly when she said, you know, one of the biggest issues in Ward 3 is the advanced manufacturing campus and how they need to do a good job of marketing that to try to get somebody to come in because when they put out the request for proposals, they didn't get any back. And so they changed around the formula of what they're looking for a little bit to see if that would uh, allow for more interest. But she said, more importantly, like, What's up with that like why did that happen? Let, let's not talk about how we're gonna not let, let's not talk just about how we're going to fix it but let's talk about why it went wrong and and I think both of them understand that that project is going forward it's not the 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 the, the um, cats out of the bag right the I don't know I kind of think I'm trying to think of what metaphor to use you know the chickens out of the hen house. I don't know but no matter what uh, it's not going back in it's not going to remain the golf course as we know it this advanced manufacturing campus, is happening. They've already gone through all the processes with the state to make it happen, so it's going to happen. But now it's a matter of trying to get somebody in there, and that's something that that ward counselor is going to have to focus on. They're going to have to focus on a number of issues, the Hicks-Logan neighborhood and the the development that's going to be going on there. So this is something that is not only affecting the ward, but affecting the city as a whole, and they will have to... You know, whichever one of them is victorious on Tuesday is going to have to uh, be the champion for that ward and li- and really be the champion for that ward by listening to the people in the ward. You know, Hugh Dunn did a great job, uh, I think. You know, you might disagree, but I th- I think Hugh Dunn did a great job. But I think a lot of what he did was based on what he thought was best, that he was elected fro- from the people. Elected by the people to represent them and to make those decisions. And I think that he had a different approach to it. And I think that the ward is looking for somebody who is going to take more of their thoughts into account. I got an uh, app chat message here from Not Bad in Oak Bluffs who said, The Ward 3 debate was well done. However, the real sparks of the night happened between Jack and Chris in hour two. And that is true. If you're going to go back and listen to the podcast, of course, listen to the debate. The entire first hour was the debate, and that was commercial free. So you can hear everything in its entirety on the podcast, but then in hour two they did a a post game wrap up after the debate, and Jack Splaine was uh, co moderating along with Chris and Marcus, and he stuck around for that breakdown in hour two, and it got a little bit testy between Jack and Chris, but nothing serious. Uh, You know, it's I think it sounded worse than it was. The the two they're friends, they go way back, they can kind of you know razz each other a little bit, and Chris is very set in his ways about certain things, and 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 I think Jack disagrees with him sometimes on some of those things, and that's what happened last night. Is um, Chris just doesn't? Chris has no um, appetite for anybody who is associated with the Communist Party, as as someone who you know served in the military and somebody who has been. You know defending the country and uh, he just doesn't have an appetite for anybody associated with communism in any way and so he will point out when somebody is associated with communism in any way and so Jack I think you know took exception with Chris's comments about you know somebody being associated with it and he just said something kind of offhand like I, I don't know if that is or that isn't and Chris said well I sent you all the information and then that kind of turned into a little thing between the two of them. But, I mean, Chris tells me all the time who is a communist, and I'm just like, well, ah, okay, I, you know, good information to know. I don't think that, that you know, it's going to come back up in a conversation that we have on the air. But to me, it was just more... If that wasn't Jack Spillane and Chris McCarthy, you wouldn't have had those fireworks, as the sparks is, uh, is not bad, put it. You know, it's because they're friends and because they can... Push the envelope a little bit. Marcus, you know, smartly went to a break because it wasn't it wasn't what the topic was about. And it was just going to end up getting uh, bogged down in something different. So I totally understand why he cut out of that and moved on in the discussion. 508-996-0500 if you want to have a good day, everybody. We got some folks who were leaving the restaurant. Uh, if, if you want to call in 508 996 0500, you can also hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. If you uh, have not yet downloaded the app, please do so. And when you open it up, you will see the App Chat button right in the middle. And that's just the way that you can text us. So if you are out, and about and you can't stop in and have breakfast and you can't call in, you can always send us that message via app chat and we can read it on the air. It's also very beneficial for times like you know last night when you're in the middle of a Ward 3 debate and they're not taking phone calls uh, because they want to get all the questions in for the candidates. You can send in all of your thoughts as they happen and then the hosts can go back and read them later on. So you can get it out of your brain when the thought is in your head rather than having to wait and hold on and, and try to remember what your point was. And... At the same time, you know, that gives, you, that gives the hosts some idea of what the audience is reacting to, even though they can't call in. So it's a chance for them to take a look at that, and maybe that helps shape their next question. Um, so it's a val- very valuable tool, as is the app overall. And, of course, it's brought to us by our friends at South Coast Towing. They do an amazing job of uh, supplying us with everything that we need for the app. And, of course, our IT team is the best in the business creating the app and and coming up with new features all the time as you download you know as you've had it downloaded on your phone you probably notice it over time new features have been added and that's because they're never satisfied that's the one good thing about our company's technical folks they are never satisfied they always think that they can make it better and and upgrade it and find new features and they're always doing that so even though you have the the app now you never know what it could be doing in three six twelve months from now So uh, I would recommend putting it on your phone, utilizing it, taking advantage of the fact that it can be your alarm clock, it can be your live traffic report, it can be your live weather report, uh, it can be everything that you need it to be. And again, thanks to South Coast Towing for making it all happen. All right, so when we are here on the road having these conversations I want you to know that as i mentioned before i always bring a second microphone not only because we're going to be talking to bella from the mystic cafe later on but because we keep that microphone here in case you stop by and you want to get involved in the conversation and i think that we you know can talk about the topics of the day or maybe you can come up and tell me about what you had for breakfast The menu here is, you know, you've got everything that you would expect to find in a breakfast place, but you've also got some really unique items as well. And we'll talk about some of those as we go through the course of the morning. And a reminder that at noontime, we will have your deal, your Seize the Deal going on sale. You can get $25 to Mystic Cafe for just $12.50, and I can tell you that that goes a long way. When you look at the menu and you see the prices and you realize just how affordable everything is here, then you know that you can, you know, where can two people go out and have breakfast for under $25 these days? It's, it's getting harder and harder. And so I think when you come down here, you will realize that this is definitely one of those places. And so come on down. It's, it's nice in here. You know, as somebody who appreciates the mystic side of things, and we will get into why it is named the Mystic Cafe later on with Bella, but as we look at, as I look around here, you know, you have all of these little, signs of positivity, all these little things that will, you know, kind of set your day the right way. Things that will get you going and things that will have you in the right mindset after you've had a good breakfast. So it's a good way to start the day. Uh, There's all kinds of uh, things to check out here. You can get some, some fresh baked sweetbread I see over there. Oh, man. Oh, looking at the special board. Oh, boy, we're going to be talking about some of all of that. So if you want to come on down, join me. If not, you can call in 508-996-0500. But we'll take a break right now, and we'll return with more as we are broadcasting live from Mystic Cafe on Main Street in Fairhaven. 1420 WB. Broadcasting live. Oh, thank you. We're going to make sure that we uh, read that off to everybody. We are broadcasting live from Mystic Cafe on Main Street in Fairhaven. And uh, I'm taking a look at the menu now. Oh, man. Oh, I can't wait to try that. I'm going to wait. I'm going to. Uh, 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 no, it's okay. You can. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. So we're going to be giving you the Mystic Steak. All right. The Eggs Benedict Portuguese style. Oh, man. We got an Almond Joy Crepe. Oh, wow. Homemade that we make here. Bavarian cream. Yes, the Bavarian cream here is incredible. we give you a freshly made uh, linguiça cheese roll. Oh, we'll gosh. The breakfast and then on the lunch. We'll, um, wow, we'll do a couple more we for lunch. we will be eating well here today. Absolutely, uh, I can't wait for you guys to come on down and try this. And again, at noon time, we're going to have a special seize the deal for you so that you can come on down and try it. This is going to be incredible. And also, I'm going to be very very full. Uh, I've learned by coming and doing these. You know, just try a little bit of everything, take the rest back, and share it with everybody at the station. They're listening right now, saying, "Wait, there were leftovers." Why did I never see them? Sometimes they don't make it into the station. Sometimes they go right from the WBSM van into my car. Uh, I want to direct your attention to an article I have at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. And, you know, I I like to write about things that aren't always, you know, hard news and important issues. I do that mainly just because Jeff Taylor will then go and comment about them all on Facebook uh, about how, um, you know, my articles are. Uh, silly and how uh, you know I don't I don't write about anything that's important. That that's okay, Jeff. I mean I I only got over a million page views on my stories last month, but that's all, that's all right. I'm obviously not writing about the things people really want to read about, right? If I got a million page views, uh, but anyway, humble brag. I have an article up. I saw a video going around. I'm I'm part of some different Facebook groups, of course, and I saw one that had. Uh, there's one that I'm in. That's a Rocky Point Memories group. And someone had shared a YouTube video that they made. They took somebody's photos from 1974, and they put it to music with some footage of what Rocky Point Park looks like today. And the gentleman who did it, he has been making a number of Rocky Point videos. Uh, If you go to his Facebook page, his name is George LaCrosse. I'm sorry, go to his uh, YouTube channel. George LaCrosse, L-A-C-R-O-S-S. And George has been making a number of different Rocky Point videos using footage people have provided him and photos and everything. So you real and I put some of his videos in the story, so you can get a little bit of a throwback feel for some of some of his uh, his stuff. But he took these photos from 1974 and set it to the 70s Prague Rock classic, the Peter Gunn theme by Emerson Lake and Palmer, and it it just it. It's a nice look back at what it was like in the mid-70s to go to Rocky Point Park, which I didn't start going to Rocky Point until the late 80, uh, mid to late 80s and then into the 90s before it closed uh, just because of my age. But it was, oh, man, here comes the food. Move that out of the way there. Oh, gosh. Oh, I can't wait to take these photos and show it to you. Uh, we're going to be taking a break very soon, folks. Trust me. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. And um, so... When I started going there, you know, Rocky Point was a little bit different, but not that much different from what I'm seeing in these photos. And, you know, I think the difference is, you know, it was called the Castle of Terror at one point, but I think it was the House of Horrors by the time I went there. Maybe I've got it reversed. I'm pretty sure it was the House of Horrors when I was a kid. Uh, But you can see that in this video. You can see a lot of your favorite rides like the Skyliner, the Log Flume. And if you want to see the video for yourself and see those classic photos, just go to WBSM.com or the app. And you can read the article. And, I, of course, I cannot write about Rocky Point. I've written a number of articles about it over the years. But I can't write about Rocky Point without including the Rocky Point Park TV commercial, which you will find in there. But I also found the extended version of that classic jingle and put that in the story as well. So if if it's been a while since you heard the Rocky Point song, you can go check out that story at WBSM.com and on the app. But we're already getting some Facebook comments uh, from people talking about it. Uh, Willie Witt says, Scorpions played there. It was an epic night. Yeah, they had so many great bands that played there. So many great bands. And bands that were like, um, you know, not, it, it wasn't like you were getting only bands that were at the the, the the cusp of breaking through and becoming popular. You were getting bands that were already popular. You know, you're getting, uh, I remember uh, there was a show, I think it was the Red Hot Chili Peppers with somebody, oh, I think, I think they might have played with Pearl Jam. Like, just as they were starting to break through. Weezer playing there when they are just starting to break through. Uh, Guns N' Roses is rumored to have played there. I, I've never been able to confirm that. But somebody told me that Guns N' Roses played there in, like, 87. Like, just as appetite, is, appetite for Destruction was hitting. I'm not sure about that. But there's been so many great shows there over the years. Uh, Lynn Lawrence said, what great memories I have there. I miss the clam cakes. And, of course, there is the Rocky Point Chowder House in Warwick. Uh, in the parking lot of the old Ann and Hope. But uh, from what I understand, that was, I think it was for sale. There was some something going on last summer when I went by there. So we'll have to check and see what's going on this year with that. Um, Christine says, missing my childhood at Rocky Point and my friends. Uh, Linda Soares says, when I was a kid, there was also a swimming pool there to go swimming. And I discovered that a few years ago in some of the classic footage. Because I, by the time I started going there, they didn't have the pool. But in, if you w- look at some of those old classic videos uh, and, and, and films that people shot themselves, the 35 mm films, there's, there was a very large saltwater pool. And I think it was a wave pool, too. I think it had waves in it, you know, that it, it, something was generating waves in it. So that was a big thing for a lot of those waterside parks, that you, you had the ocean there, but you had a pool as well with a saltwater pool because it wasn't really the best place to go swimming. Uh, Canopy Lake has, they had the big lake, and I, they did have swimming in the lake. But then you also had the pool that you could swim in. Uh, I remember because that was the first place I ever went off a diving board, and and did a did like a flip, and that got taken away because they put a water park in there. But the, the, you know, in the, in those days, that was part of your day out at the at the amusement park was also being able to go swimming. I'm trying to think if. Riverside had one, I, I I remember going to Riverside before it became Six Flags, I remember going to Whalen Park, but I don't know that I remember all the details of them, and I might get them mixed up in my head. I've never been to Lake Compounds, um, I didn't realize that it's one of the oldest parks still around, and I never even heard of it until a few years ago, when... I was working uh, at, at Talbot's in the distribution center when I was cooking in their kitchen and the Talbot's employees took an employee field trip to Lake Compounds. So I was like, what is that? Where is that? I had never heard of it before. So if you have some Rocky Point memories that you want to share, you can go onto our Facebook page and share them under the story there. Uh, you can also send me an app chat message and let me know there. Or you can call in 508-996-0500. Uh, I think this time of year, you know, people get nostalgic for those kind of things and they think about Oh, you know, maybe this summer we'll go back to... Oh, that's right. It's not around anymore. You have a little bit of those kind of feelings. And I'm um, just taking a look at the Fun 107 comments. Uh, Diane says, We have many great memories of the rides, the food, and the concerts. Sad that it had to end. Uh, Carl says, Wish it would come back, at least the Shore Dinner Hall. The Shore Dinner Hall was an amazing experience if you had never been. And it, imagine going to... A giant. Like for those of you who never went, imagine going to like the biggest dining room you can imagine, sitting at long tables with people that you don't even know, and everybody sharing tureens of clam chowder, Manhattan style clam chowder, uh, giant bowls of clam cakes, rolls, all that kind of stuff, and everybody kind of just reaching in and sharing. Could you imagine that today? Could you imagine that happening today? Even even before COVID changed the the, the way that we. Uh, look at sanitization in restaurants. Could you imagine, you know, in 2017, having a restaurant like that still exist? I mean, even the ones that serve family style, you're sitting at your own table and they're bringing you out your own thing. But back in those days, it was just on the table and you just dug in. They bring more when you needed more. Uh, but then there were certain people. And at the bottom of the of the um, article, I have uh, a list gallery of uh, a gallery of tickets that went up on sale on eBay last year and I was like kind of just going through and looking at some of the different menu items that they must have had based on those tickets and you knew that you were special when you sat down at that table and you weren't just having the clam cakes and the chowder when you were having the short dinner when you were having the the two the twin lobsters or the fried clam. Yeah. I remember my mom I, and all of us kids had the clam cakes and chowder. But I'd still sneak one off her plate when she wasn't looking. All right, so you can check that out again. That is at WBSM.com and on the app. Just some fun memories for you to check out. All right, why don't we take a break? I'm going to dive into this breakfast, but before I do that, I'm going to take some photos, and I'm going to put it up on our social media accounts. If you want to check it out, you can follow us on Facebook. Just go to uh, WBSM1420 on Facebook or on Instagram, WBSM1420 there, and we will put it in our story. And you can check out this food because it is beautiful. I cannot wait to dive in. And uh, if the break goes a little bit long, you'll know why. So we'll take a break and we'll be back as we are broadcasting live from Mystic Cafe. We are right here, right on Main Street in Fairhaven. It is located at um, 398 Main Street, 398 Main Street in Fairhaven. Come on down, come check it out. It's a great place. Uh, There's some open tables if you want to come down and join me for breakfast. There's an open microphone if you want to come down and join me for conversation or you can give us a call 508-996-0500. We'll be right back in just a few moments. 1420 WB. And welcome back. ...to our Instagram and Facebook story for you to check out. And I was able to sample some of it as well. But... You got to see it. You got to come down. You got to try it. How about Mystic Steak? It's two eggs over sirloin steak with homemade house gravy, toast, home fries, and coffee. It is fantastic. Also, Eggs Benedict Portuguese style: two poached eggs served over linguica, peppers, and onions on an English muffin, topped with hollandaise sauce and Portuguese sauce, which is their in-house recipe. And you can uh, that was amazing as well. And you can see photos of those up on our stories. And also, I haven't gotten the photo up yet, but I did get a chance to try it. The Almond Joy Crepes, which is made with their homemade Bavarian cream, as I mentioned before with Phil. Who makes Bavarian cream anymore? Where can you get Bavarian cream anymore? For fans like me, it's harder and harder to find. Well, you can get homemade Bavarian cream in the Almond Joy crepes and they have it in some other items too but uh, with toasted almond and coconut topped with a chocolate drizzle and trust me it looks as good and it tastes as good as it sounds it's just some of the great breakfast you can get on down here at Mystic Cafe located at 398 Main Street in Fairhaven we will have a special seize the deal for you later on today it goes on sale at noon you can get $25 to Mystic Cafe for just $12.50 and that will go a long way you want prices, I know some of you were thinking. Well, tell us the prices, Tim. The six steak breakfast, fifteen ninety five. It's a meal that's going to keep you full for the rest of the day. You don't need lunch if you have this for breakfast. The eggs Benedict Portuguese style, thirteen twenty five. The almond joy crepes. Uh, I'm trying to see there with well the the crepe started. Uh, plain crepes are at $6.95, and then when you add some of the ch- things, it's like $1, $1.50, $1.75. So super affordable. Two people are going to be able to come out and have a great breakfast for themselves with that Seize the Deal. So you're going to get $25 for just twelve fifty, and that goes on sale at noon. So check it on out. Uh, we're talking about, I was talking about Rocky Point in the last segment because I have that article up at WBSM.com and on the app, and whenever you talk about things that aren't here anymore whenever you talk about places we used to go for fun in the summertime it always comes up in conversation and answered seven in a cushion it brought it up on app chat how about the small westport water slides on route six so that's that's pretty um nostalgic for a lot of folks We, we we bring it up sometimes in the office i never went there i don't even know if i ever drove by it but everybody else that grew up in the area that's like one of their fondest childhood memories i mean i still remember going to not going to waterways but going by waterways and wareham when they just have the original slides in the front of the park and all those other slides have been added in over the years but they have uh, nothing when it comes to the nostalgic value that people have for the westport water slides and we've written some articles about that so if you search you know, like westport water slides fun 107 you'll definitely find a number of the articles, we've written about them over the years. We just we need more photos of them. If you have personal photos, not photos that you found online because we don't know necessarily who might have the rights to those, but if you have photos of things of the past that you have taken that you think are interesting and that we could write articles about, send them on over to us. You can always send them to me, Tim at WBSM.com and, uh, and tell me who you are and, and um, you know the story around the taking of the photograph. And we'll hold hold on to them because there's so many times that we want to write about things that we know that you will respond to, but we just don't have the photos to go with it. So we'll always give you full credit and uh, and we'll let people know that you are the ones that provided the photos. So some folks are coming on down here to the Mystic Cafe and uh, joining us for breakfast. You can do so as well. Again, as I mentioned, I have an open microphone. If you want to join in the conversation, we can talk about whatever is on your mind. We can talk more about the Ward 3 debate if you want. Uh, That was a very interesting, um, very peaceful debate. (laughs) When was the last time they had a debate where everybody was peaceful and respectful and there wasn't any fireworks or drama? That came afterwards in the post game analysis. But when the two candidates could get along and could have uh, a a lot of similarities in the way that they look, you know, and that's, you see that kind of um, camaraderie in municipal elections. I wish a lot of that could carry over to the state level and of course to the national level where we could have that, that feeling of cooperation and of, if not me, you, and you with me doing all I can to help you. And we don't get enough of that anymore. And we, you know, you see it here in some of the phone calls and the app chat messages that we have. People who just wanna go after me because I believe something a little bit differently than them, people who think I don't belong on the radio because I think a little bit differently than them. No. That's you want to hear different things. You want to hear differences. You don't have to agree with them. You don't have to change your mind because of them. But this is the conversation. The discourse that we have is what's supposed to happen. Not this hide in your, you know, hide hide underneath the, the blanket of your beliefs and don't let any other belief make its way in. That's not any way to live. And that's no way to grow as well. 508-996-0500, or hit us up on the app chat. I'm going to take our final break of the hour, and we'll be back in a few moments. Welcome back in. We are broadcasting live from Mystic Cafe. We are here at 398 Main Street in Fairhaven. Come on by and join us. During that break, I just added a photo of the linguiça cheese roll that I added. And this thing's like, it's like a sub-roll size. It's like a sub-roll cut in half, stuffed with cheese and ground linguiça. It is delicious. It is beautiful. You got to see these photos I put up on our Facebook page, on our Facebook story, and our Instagram story. You can check that out uh, on our social media and experience it for yourself. It the food is incredible. I, I wish that um, I might just cancel the show. Somebody call Phil and see if you can go. Just go do another couple of hours, so I can just sit here and eat for the remainder of. Uh, all the food here is great. I recommend coming on down and trying it for yourself. And don't forget, we will have that deal live at noon, where you can get $25 for just $12.50 to Mystic Cafe. And uh, I'm going to try and sample as much of this as I can during the break, and they'll they'll be bringing out lunch later on, too. So you'll get to hear and see more of the delicious items here. Uh, But one thing that I will point out, I was snacking on some of the home fries as well, and Their homemade home fries, they cut them themselves, they season them, they cook them on the grill. I mean, so many times now people are cutting corners in restaurants and grabbing grabbing their home fries from somewhere else and just throwing them on the grill and they're already pre-cut. This is none of that. This is all homemade and you can, you know, it sounds cliche, and you can taste the love and you can taste the effort that they put into what they make here. So it's uh, certainly a great place to come on down and have some breakfast with me. And we have the open microphone if you want to call. You know, it's like calling in, except you're here. And you can uh, experience it for yourself. But we are coming up on the news. We will take a break for the ABC News. They'll give you all the national and international headlines.